It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Coming up on today's edition of Locked On Eagles, as free agency continues, how do unrestricted free agents view the Eagles when it comes to a destination? Good, great, average, bad? We'll get into it coming up next. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We thank you for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Welcome in, Eagles fans, to a Wednesday edition of the podcast, episode three of five. Download it into your phone wherever you get the show on all podcast platforms and in video form as well on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. We're also having video exclusive content for you throughout the week as free agency continues, as the NFL draft comes up. Guys, it's, you know, what, a month away starting next week? The NFL offseason doesn't really feel like an offseason. There is so much going on that we'll continue to get into, and we're always talking birds throughout the day on Twitter at LockdownBirds and at DBLOE. Today was yet another crazy day across the NFL. So many big moves. The Eagles were quiet, but at the same time, there are still some names tied to the Eagles. I think before it's said and done within the next day or two, there will be another signing or two from Philadelphia that is noteworthy. But today, I mean, the AFC arms race just continues. Just get out of the way right now if you are an NFC team or if you're a team with an average quarterback that cannot compete because Chandler Jones joined the Las Vegas Raiders today. Von Miller, about 30 minutes ago, I just hopped off the uh, radio station for the Buffalo Bills affiliate, WGR, talking about Von Miller signing a uh, you know, six-year contract worth $120 million. In all actuality, it's really two to three years, upwards of $53 million. But the point is, the Bills joined in on this arms race. It's King uh, King Kong versus Godzilla versus Anguirus versus King Ghidorah. If any Godzilla fans are out there, you understand what I'm talking about. Basically, what I'm saying is just monsters fighting in the AFC, just uh, an arms race between these juggernauts. And uh, just imagine it could get even bigger if Deshaun Watson chooses the Cleveland Browns. I bet you the Kansas City Chiefs are going to sign somebody like Allen Robinson within the next day or two. It's absolutely insane to see how so many teams that have that elite quarterback are going for it, as they should, as they saw the Los Angeles Rams do last year and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do the year before. And heck, the Philadelphia Eagles did that when they had Carson Wentz from 2016 up until 2020. If I'm an NFC team, again, that doesn't have an elite quarterback, I don't know. Maybe just keep your picks, play it out that way, be patient. Of course, I'm being more dramatic because of all these AFC moves. It doesn't actually really hurt the Eagles that much since the NFC teams are getting weaker, right? Chandler Jones leaves the Arizona Cardinals. Von Miller leaves the Los Angeles Rams. But it what it does show is, you know, kind of, I don't know how far away they are right now compared to just the extra level that these teams are on. 
So I'm not saying it hurts the Eagles, these moves exactly, but it just kind of represents maybe where they are and the work they have to do compared to what the other NFL teams are doing. And it just, it made me miss that feeling, man. Like seeing again, so many players say, I want to go play with Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. I want to go play with Justin Herbert in the Los Angeles Chargers or Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs, or even, you know, in the NFC, the greatest quarterback ever, you know, of course. So take it with a grain of salt, but Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm covering the Bills right now and I'm seeing these moves and the vibe it's 2017 to 2019 Eagles. Just that feeling when you and everybody else knows that this team kind of knows exactly what they're doing and that they're at least going to win one championship, like where everybody wants to play for you. I miss that feeling. And of course, most of those moves, especially in 2018 and 2019 for the Eagles did not work out. Um, But it did make me miss that feeling of just everybody wanting to come to Philly and and knowing they're trying to maximize a championship window and they're going to go for it. There's so much excitement and energy in that, and it makes the offseason so much fun. And I don't think the Eagles are far off from getting back to that point. And I think this offseason alone is going to include a lot of that with all the draft capital they have. And they've already made a big signing in Hassan Riddick on Monday But to get to that Super Bowl level, though, is what I do miss. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of AFC teams, especially this week, that are going for that window. And to me, it justifies what Howie Roseman did in 2017 to 2019. You know, the execution was horrible, but I will never, you know, fault a a general manager who thinks he has a franchise quarterback for going for it. I won't do it. And he was, you know, more modest and balanced with it. And I wish I should say disciplined compared to, you know, teams like the Los Angeles Rams who have the slogan F them picks from their GM Les Snead, but how he was aggressive and he went for it. He traded draft picks for Jay Ajayi and Golden Tate and traded for Deshaun Jackson. Like he, he went for it 100%. And I respect the hell out of that. It won the Eagles a championship. And a lot of other teams are doing it in the NFL. And I can't wait until the Eagles do get back to that point where they feel comfortable going all in like that. They're aggressive right now, but that all in feeling is uh, really fun. Right now, the Eagles are kind of in the middle. They're not a team that's completely out of it. They're a playoff team that's trying to be aggressive. But free agents, I, don't, I shouldn't say they're turning down the Eagles, but they're preferring other options. I want to get into coming up next, like how do free agents view the Eagles compared to some of these other teams that maybe are considered more contenders, but some that are maybe seen on the same tier as the Eagles, but have a different quarterback. I want to get into how do free agents view the Eagles now compared to, you know, the seasons I'm talking about during that Super Bowl window that's coming up next right here on locked on Eagles and guys today's show it's sponsored by the best tasting protein bar on the planet. It's built bar. Normally this is the time of year where I kind of give up on my New Year's resolution. I get discouraged. I'm so inconsistent with things. I'm a procrastinator. Eating right is one of those things. I love junk food, potato chips, you know, chips and dip, beer, sour beer is my go-to. But this year, I'm going to stick to it, and I'm doing really well. And it's all thanks to Built Bar because it's all of that flavor of junk food, but it's none of the guilt. It's covered in 100% real chocolate. It tastes just like a candy bar, but there's only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein in every bar. And the flavors, they're delicious. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, 
I love white chocolate. They've got white chocolate cookies and cream. Also, protein bars normally aren't like this, but Built Bar has puffs, puff bars infused with marshmallow, cinnamon churro flavor, coconut marshmallow, banana pre, uh, banana cream. Guys, go check out these awesome flavors. So many different varieties at Built.com. And make sure while you're there, you use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. And you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at Built.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into this Wednesday edition of Locked On Eagles. I'm your host, Louis DiBiase, and we thank you for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Make sure you're also following the Locked On NFL podcast, Locked On experts covering the biggest stories across the NFL Monday through Friday, and there is a lot of stories to cover. It's in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Today, I want to get into, because I'm watching so many teams now, do what the Eagles did from 2017 to 2019, right? Even 2020, because they traded for Darius Slay. And, you know, they tried to build around Wentz still and maximize that playoff and championship window they thought they had. And you always want to go for it when you have a franchise quarterback or when you think you have one. You know, you're always going to try to invest in that player and maximize when they're in their prime. Like, that's just what you're going to do in the NFL, right? Um, so I'm watching all these teams do what the Eagles did and, you know, the bills bring in Von Miller and you see, you know, the chargers trade for Khalil Mack. And, uh, I'm sure the Kansas city chiefs are going to do something soon. And, uh, you know, the Cleveland Browns are trying to land Deshaun Watson. I mean, and the Denver Broncos bring in Russell Wilson. I'm seeing all of that. And, you know, even the Baltimore Ravens stole a free agent from the Philadelphia Eagles and safety Marcus Williams. I wonder. Because again, I love that the Eagles are trying to be as aggressive as these teams. They tried to make a deal for Russell Wilson. I bet they'd make a deal with Deshaun Watson if he wanted to come to Philadelphia. They nearly signed Marcus Williams until they lost out to the Baltimore Ravens. They tried to bring in Christian Kirk before he signed that crazy nut job deal that Jacksonville offered him. Um, and they landed Hassan Riddick. So they're being aggressive. And try to land notable proven players, especially a lot that are in their prime. But for some of these guys, they swung out because they didn't choose to become Philadelphia Eagles. And again, there's, you know, different things to it. It wasn't that maybe they thought the Eagles were a bad situation. Some did it for the money and one did choose them in Hassan Riddick. But at the same time, like Russell Wilson chose the Denver Broncos because they're a Super Bowl contender in his eyes. I think Deshaun Watson probably views it in the same way. Marcus Williams, I bet, you know, a lot of it, again, has to do with money. And Philadelphia is very disciplined in how they spend in free agency. So, again, I'm trying to use both sides here. So, don't get, don't read too much into this. But at the same time, Marcus Williams did choose the Baltimore Ravens, who he views probably as a, and they are, a better football team right now than the Eagles. 
Christian Kirk, little different story. He went for the money in Jacksonville. But even like somebody like Allen Robinson, I doubt Allen Robinson would see the Eagles as a realistic option considering potentially what other teams that he could play for. So I'm seeing all of that, and I'm kind of getting the vibe that, I don't know, because the Eagles were in on it, you know, not for Russell Wilson or maybe not Deshaun Watson right now, but they were close to getting Marcus Williams. They made what was called a fair offer to Christian Kirk. You did bring in Hassan Riddick. What I think it is, I don't think free agents don't want to come to Philadelphia, but I think the vibe is they're a good, not great situation. And if I have better options, if I have the Denver Broncos, if I have a Baltimore Ravens or, you know, if I'm Deshaun Watson and I have a Cleveland Browns with that kind of personnel, I'm just going to choose a potential great option. And I just, I hate that feeling right now of thinking the Eagles are just seen as an average destination, right? Again, it's not horrible. This is a playoff team with an elite offensive line and really good young playmakers and a lot of draft capital and a good amount of cap space, right? And now a great, you know, fast edge rushing duo of Josh Sweat and, you know, Hassan Riddick and, you know, you got Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave inside. This isn't a horrible team, right? This is not the Detroit Lions, but at the same time, it's like good, not great. It feels like, yeah, I could go to Philly if my options are Philadelphia, Detroit, or, you know, maybe even somebody like now Seattle, um, or, or maybe even I'll, I'll choose them over another NFC team like the Dallas Cowboys or the Arizona Cardinals. But if I can go to a Chargers or a Bills or a Broncos, it just it doesn't feel like it used to. In 2017 to 2019, it felt like everybody wanted to play for the Eagles. And that doesn't mean I'm not encouraged with where this team is heading or that they don't have the assets to become that great team that everybody wants to play for. But where they are right now, it's probably seen as a good, not great team. And I might have better options if I'm a free agent. And I don't think that's a coincidence, considering that's exactly how most people describe their quarterback. It's exactly how they describe Jalen Hurts. Until Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback, or they get one, this is probably their reality. And I'm not saying Jalen Hurts pushes away free agents by any means. There's a lot of things to like about Jalen Hurts. He's a proven winner. He has amazing leadership. Players want to fight for this kid. I mean, he's somebody that can really command a locker room. So I don't think free agents, again, don't want to play for Jalen Hurts, but he's a good, not great option. Are players dying to play for Jalen Hurts like they're dying to play with Josh Allen or Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow or Tom Brady or any of those elite quarterbacks? No, or even... Like, heck, 2017, Alshon Jeffrey said the main reason he came to Philadelphia was because he believed Carson Wentz would become the MVP. He eventually was going to become that season Jeffrey signed in 2017. You know, players, it's apparent now more than ever. It's always been this way for the most part, but it's apparent now more than ever how much quarterback dictates everything, including what free agents you can bring in. What kind of players you can bring in? I mean, look at even the New Orleans Saints. I think it's um, one of their offensive linemen, Teron Armstead, if I'm not mistaken, won't sign an extension with New Orleans until he knows if Deshaun Watson's going to be a Saint. Because if he's not and he goes to Carolina or Cleveland or another football team like that, Atlanta, and Jameis Winston's the quarterback again, or the Saints bring in somebody like 
Marcus Mariota or they draft a first-round prospect, he might not go back to the Saints. It might be Watson or bust. It's apparent now more than ever how much quarterbacks dictate what you can do. And again, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts deters free agents from signing in Philly, but I don't think they're dying to come here. And again, I just, I hate that middling average feeling. And I'm not saying they can't get out of that very soon. They already took a massive step last year and they have a lot of draft picks this year that can help propel them into becoming a great team. You know, a team like the 49ers last year didn't have a great quarterback and Jimmy Garoppolo, but players still wanted to come there. I'm not saying Philadelphia is a horrible destination, but you know, teams, uh, players aren't dying to come to Philadelphia like they once were and like they're trying to go elsewhere. I put this up to a poll just because I'm interested. Like the question was, do you think Jalen Hurts, like how do you think free agents view Jalen Hurts? Is he somebody that attracts them to Philadelphia or deters them from signing with the birds? 62.3% of you said that you think Hurts would be a reason not to come to Philadelphia. 37.7% of you say that he would attract them. And again, I don't think it's this black and white. Um, it's probably somewhere in the middle where, you know, you like Hurts and then money is part of this equation and your other options could be a potential tiebreaker. But the, the fact of the matter is the point of this segment is I don't think people are dying to come play for this offense right now. An offense that last year had to be run heavy to win. That's just the reality. And until Jalen Hurts takes that next step, until they find another great quarterback, it's gonna be it's gonna be more difficult. Again, I'm not saying they can't bring in players. Um, they already did literally two days ago. They brought in Hassan Riddick, and I think that was again outside of Marcus Williams, he was probably the other guy, the other free agent I wanted for the Eagles more than anybody. So this is still a good destination. It's a team that's a playoff team that's building a foundation. They've made the playoffs in four of their last five years. But to get to the level where a Von Miller wants to come or an Allen Robinson or a Marcus Williams, you're probably going to need that quarterback and you're going to need to nail these draft picks. If you don't take the quarterback, you're going to need Hurts to take that next step and you're going to have to build that juggernaut around the roster for sure. That's just the reality of the NFL right now when it comes to you know player movement and free agency. Guys, we'll get into some news uh, coming up next. There was other news involving the Eagles on Wednesday. Very interesting. A cornerback is interested in signing with the Eagles, and the Eagles were also interested in uh, changing some rules. We'll get into that coming up next right here on Locked on Eagles. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Eagles fans, Louis DiBiase wrapping up this Wednesday edition of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. We're free and available five days a week, Monday through Friday. What other Eagles podcast is posting five episodes a week? But not only that, we have exclusive videos on our YouTube channel, and we're also posting articles I've been writing for our sister TV station, fox43.com. So check out all my columns there. And then we're talking birds at Lockdown Birds and at DiBiase LOE on Twitter. 
so much Eagles content. I don't know how you guys consume it all, but you always stick around and we really do appreciate it. Uh, wrapping up today's show, I just want to get into some other news from Wednesday. Again, a crazy day for signings in the AFC. For the NFC and the Eagles, definitely more quiet. But at the same time, one free agent said that he would be interested in the Eagles, a position and a role that they need to fill. And it's Patrick Peterson, the former Arizona Cardinals cornerback and the former Minnesota Viking of 2021. He was on a podcast and he said that he really likes the fit with the Eagles, who apparently have shown interest. He says he likes a lot of what Jonathan Gannon does, which doesn't surprise me considering he just played in a very similar defense with Mike Zimmer's defense last year in Minnesota. And he says he likes a lot of the things the Eagles do and potentially wants to be that you know second starting outside corner opposite Darius Slay and Avante Maddox in the slot. I feel the same way about this as I do about Xavier Rhodes. Gino and I talked about Xavier Rhodes and the interest the Eagles have shown in him coming in as potentially that veteran stopgap corner. And I'm fine with Patrick Peterson being that player too. I don't think he would cost you a whole lot. And I think he's a fine stopgap corner that was once great and is still good enough to be a role player if you're not asking him to be a CB1 and track a Devontae Adams all day long. I mean, that's what you have Darius Slay for. You're not going to ask, and even Avante Maddox is going to cover the second best receiver most of the time playing inside. So, you know, Patrick Peterson has to cover the third best passing target. That's fine. I mean, he, he can still very much do that. He's lost a step for sure. He does not have the elite speed for a corner that he once did where he was a returner as well for Arizona, but he's good. Again, I feel the same way about him as Xavier Rhodes. I think you bring in Patrick Peterson and you draft a corner in the first or second round, and that's your top four, Slay, Maddox, somebody like Peterson or Rhodes and a rookie. I'm cool with that mindset for sure. And I do think he'd be an upgrade over. I'd rather have him than Steven Nelson. Uh, last year, his pro football focus grade, uh, similar to Xavier Rhodes, he was at a 63, which is pretty average for a corner. I think it ranked overall 60th. He allowed total on the year, 37 receptions for 455 yards and three touchdowns. So not bad. Again, he's definitely lost a step, but I'm fine with that kind of move. And I think he's a, you know, he's not a band-aid signing to the you know level to the degree of Bradley Fletcher or Kerry Williams. I think he'd be a lot more effective. And I do think he'd be better than Steven Nelson was last year. Uh, two rules to get into before we wrap up the show that the Eagles are trying to change. So Philadelphia joined the Indianapolis Colts today in proposing that each team is guaranteed possession of the ball in overtime, which I love. We all saw that Bills Chiefs game. The fact that Josh Allen was not able to get the ball back is infuriating. And it's such a just anticlimactic finish to what was a historically great game, one of the best playoff games I've ever watched. Outside of Super Bowl 52, the shootout between the Eagles and the Patriots, I've never had more fun, just as an NFL fan, removing the Eagles from the equation, although the Eagles were a part of it in the Super Bowl. But even if I was an Eagles fan, Super Bowl 52, to me, is still the best one. But Bill's Chiefs is right there. I mean, one of the best games ever. Josh Allen leaves the field with the lead with 15 seconds left, and he doesn't even get the ball back. So the Eagles recognize it too, like this is a ridiculous rule. The Tennessee Titans are trying to be buzzkills as they always are. Their proposal was that each team gets the ball, even if you score a touchdown in the first possession, unless that first team does convert a two-point conversion. So Tennessee trying to be a buzzkill. To me, you should be guaranteed to have the ball. 
And then the other rule the Eagles did propose, allowing a team to deny permission for other teams to interview secondary football executives for higher positions in their front office until after the draft. And I really like this one. And I think you could see this coming with Howie Roseman's combine uh, press conference. He kind of mentioned how he wasn't happy with the New York Giants taking away Brandon Brown, who was one of his top executives in the personnel department to take on a bigger role with New York. And this makes sense until after the draft, you know, you'd understand why Howie would want it this way, because just think about it. Brandon Brown just joined the New York Giants, right? A division rival. And Brandon Brown, for the last, you know, however months, amount of months, has been working with the Eagles on their offseason plan, like how much money they want to spend in free agency, what positions they're going to prioritize, how draft plans impact this, like what are they going to do with all those draft picks, trade proposals. He knows everything, right? I mean, he probably doesn't have all of the blueprint, but he's got most of it. He knows exactly what you're going to do, and that makes it more difficult. Like when it comes to the draft board and you know moving up and down in trades, that hurts your leverage when somebody knows your hand. And I know Howie has a million scenarios on the table, and he's always creative and always willing to adapt, so I'm not too concerned about it. But I would get why the Eagles are like, this is a BS rule. This guy should not be able to be in the building. And then right before free agency in the combine, and the whole draft process really heats up, he gets to bounce for a divisional team. I get it. And again, you know, Howie and everybody in Philadelphia has always encouraged, you know, personnel movement elsewhere. They want their guys to succeed, but it's the timing they have an issue with. And I completely understand that for sure. And I could see the NFL changing that rule. So I like both proposals the Eagles were in on today. All right, guys, we'll be back for another show tomorrow. Hopefully we get to talk about a signing. The Eagles have been quiet the last two days, so keep watching some Hassan Riddick highlights, and we'll be back for you tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get the show. We're available all throughout the week, Monday through Friday. We're on Twitter, at LockdownBirds, and at LOE. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see these Italian hands moving, just like Pat McAfee so perfectly explained I talk. And as people that do watch my videos, you know that he nailed that because Gino and I, probably the most Italian locked-on podcast combo across the network, I think that's pretty clear for sure. Guys, thanks for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Make sure your second listen is now the Lockdown NFL Draft Podcast. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bringing the draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Louis DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening and watching. And let's go Birds. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.